G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 567 of the Trendsmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com or you can just simply send me through an email, tim at trainsmove.com. Follow my little training blogs at conavirus.com. Now, my son did a... Um, he's part of a tri-development group here in Tassie, and... Uh, they had a a state training session today and they all come from you know Hobart, Devonport, Burnie and meet up this way and they did a bike a group ride and a run and knock around and have a chat and a bit of a gas bag and and one of the kids and he's my son's age um is the he's just a gun He's um, the national, recently the national duathlon champion, and he's heads-on favourite to be the um, national triathlon champion in uh, at Harvey Bay in September, which my son's racing. And the kids from down down south, and um, it was good. My son, it was good for my son to see where he compared to at the, um, last weekend's duathlon together. Because he he saw that he got his you know backside absolutely handed to him by this kid. Even though my son came second in the um, youth group, um, this kid beat him by like eleven or twelve minutes. Just not even close. <laughs> and um, so my son, um, so so my son's been stalking this kid on on um, Strava. And he was coming. Oh, I tell you what, he he does a lot of training. And I said, oh, I'd imagine you you don't become a national champion by just talent, natural talent. You 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 got to have to have, you have to get out there and work for that. And so all of a sudden, my son's because um, I've been working a hell of a lot at the moment. I'm getting all these um, text messages from him. I'm thinking about my training. I'm thinking what I can do is, and he's saying, I can do this extra swim here and I can probably do an extra bike on this day and an extra run on this day. And so he's all motivated. And we got him a pair of um, Zip 404 tubular wheels, secondhand, but these wheels are just in beautiful condition. And I I told a a few few of my mates about it and... um, I go, they're just beautiful looking Zip 404 wheels, tubulars, and every one of them is, um, so, oh, why would you do that? You can't train on them that much, and I go, well, you wouldn't want to train on them anyway, they're, they're race wheels, and like, I've got, I got my, I got Zips myself, I got Zip 808 for the fronts, 1080s for the back, and I've had them... Nine years or thereabouts, and they're in brand new condition. I never train on them. I'll ride them the day before a race. I ride them on race day, and then they go back into the bags, and you know, put put away for, until next next race. I never train on them. That's why they're in brand new condition. And, and these look like they're in the same sort of condition, just brand new. And um, but every one of them. Why would you get tubulars? Why would you get this and that? And I found very quickly, everyone who has an opinion on tubular wheels have no experience at all with tubular wheels, <laughs> none at all. And so I, I found that 
um, very, very interesting. But anyway, I digress. So we got him these wheels because he's, he's, he's got 11 minutes to make up to, to catch this kid. And I was saying to him, don't look at it like 11 minutes that you've got to uh, catch him. I'd be looking at it as you've got 11 levels to, to catch this kid. And you you want to make sure you, he, he's not putting 12 levels on you or 13 levels on you on the next race. But you try and breach that gap. So we've now, you know, some competitive as well. And he, he, I'm feeding through his competitiveness. So we've got him these um, Zip 404s. He's he get, get, we're just slowly be sure he's got an Aero Road helmet. He, we just um, we're getting. Um, I've ordered these really nice, um, beautiful roll resistant uh, roll um, resistant um, tires for his wheels. Getting him a better chain, and um, so we're doing as much as we can to try and breach the gap while thro- you know throwing money at the problem. So, but it's, a, it's up to him to put some hours in. So he's he's there, and, and then I kept saying to him when he's telling me, "Oh, I'll do this, this." I go, "Well, don't forget, you got basketball too, and you you can't be you can't be doing a big run before basketball. <laughs> you know, there's just too much stress on the body." <laughs> and but yeah, he's all all motivated. Anyway. I thought with this, I as soon as I finished last episode's um, question about analysing training sessions and, and, and stuff, I thought I should go into analyse what you have to do to analyse a race, looking at the data, and, and just breaking that down a, a, a little. So it won't take long, it would just, I probably spent more time talking about my son than I, I am about um, analysing, but so you've you've done a race you've got you've uploaded your session to a training log so hopefully you're using a, pro, a you know a better training log than strava um so to me i i use strava i've got strava um but it's social media um i i i think you should use um you know training peaks final surge today's plan whatever it is but I, I would be using a training log. So you've uploaded it and you want to analyse the, the session. Um, and so you you look at your swim, for instance, um, depending on what you sort of watch or whatever you got, depends on the quality of the data. A lot of semi-accurate. So you want to... Um, the, the first thing you'd want to be looking at is the distance you swim versus the distance you're supposed to swim. Um, the the pace, the time you've you've done it in, and then look at the map to see how straight you were on those um, on those sessions on on that section. So if you're snaking the crap out of it, then you instantly you know you've got to um, focus on siding. That 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 needs to be a big one. And when you when you're in training, and um, if you're not doing much open water swimming, which most of us don't really do as much as we should, you can definitely practice your siding in in swimming. So just pick one session a, a week where you just look up and sight two times every 25 meters. So if you're in a 50 meter pool, sight four times every lap. If you're in a 25 meter pool, sight twice per lap. Nice and nice and simple. Just try and become a, a little bit more efficient at that. But anyway, um, so so you, 
generally when we look at stuff, you, um, you're going to know, hopefully you'll know if there's a current and what part of the race will affect that. So you can have a look at um, the paces in the current or so. But it's a lot of messy data, uh, messy information when it comes to, to the swim. There's a lot of inaccuracy there. Bike, on the other hand, that's a, that's a whole different beast. Um, so the, 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 what I'd like to do with, with the um, bike data is I break it up into four in quarters. Um, so I look at everything as a whole. So let's say it's a half Ironman. You, you're all right. You've done 90 Ks. You average 200 watts. Your normalized power is, you know, is 220. Um, so you get to see, you have a look at the elevation and you just have a look at all, all of that as a whole. You break everything up into quarters. You want to compare the first quarter to the last quarter. You want to compare the first um, quarter's power, the your heart rate, your speed, your elevation um, to, to help create a bigger create a picture. Um, you want to have a look at cadence, and you want to see if there's um, been able to stay even. If you want to, be, if you've been, um, is there a power fade? Is and if so, by what percent is a power have you faded? What is there a cadence fade, and if so, by how much? And so this sort of stuff becomes very vital to what you're going to be doing in the um, in the next season. Where what you need to change, what you need to fix. This is all very important stuff. Um, if I will, so you have a look at the, have a look at it in quarters, and then have a look at it as a half. Then have a look at it as um, laps. Um, try and compare the lap so if it's two lap course break it up into two and you can compare the two side by side excuse me for a sec taking a swig of water for the worker man um, so you can compare the pair on the side What? Um, and now you can start looking right well, the, I've had a power fade of 20% well that's massive so that would, that would be, probably tell you whether you went out too hard or you're not strong and fit enough to, to you pick the wrong number or so you're comparing the pair and then you get to see what um, what you need to work on next and that might tell you what's going to be the next picture on the run as well so basically you take your run you you pretty well doing the same sort of thing you look at it as a whole you break it up into quarters you compare the you know the first quarter versus the last quarter um see see if there's any fade um pace fade power fade if you got it what's your heart rate looking like um has that been elevated versus the same pace um you, you then have, break it up in the laps. There was four laps. So what did those four laps look like? Compare all pair, and then you, you'll start creating a, a again a, a bigger picture. Um, also, not only breaking that first quarter down, but breaking that first ten minutes of the run down. Same with the bike. Breaking that first ten minutes down. Did you go out too hard? The the two biggest parts you see for athletes to go out hard. Because you fit, you're, you're into these races, you're feeling fresh, you're feeling raring to go. Is those first 10, 15 minutes on the bike, that first 10, 15 minutes on the run. It, generally, athletes go out too hard, too fast. They're all excited. They're all ramped, raring to go. 
and then you compare that to that last 10 minutes or the last hour and there's a huge fade but you'll be able to see what you know how much walking take notes if you've only walked aid stations you'll be able to see that as you're analyzing and you can um and then are those walking walking times were they all the same were they just you know i need 10 second walks each time but all of a sudden in that last quarter you're walking for a minute so you take all notes in this and then this will help greatly create um the foundation of what you're targeting leading up into that next race it, it it really does help but and then you can go back through your training program and sessions and start um, highlighting areas that probably could have been done differently could have changed differently could have um helped prevent these um fades from occurring and in the notes section of your um session um or race you should say start leaving notes or write it on a, a book or a note but note um leave all the like a bit of a, a race report of what's gone on how, how you felt you know what's worked what didn't work all that sort of good stuff um because you forget all of a sudden things didn't seem as bad and then you go back and read and you think oh man i forgot about that so having all that information there really does help greatly for future training it, it, it you you if you're keeping an accurate training log, the answers to improving um, greatly is within that training log that you've already already have. It's just a matter of going going back and going through everything with a fine tooth cone. You grab grab yourself a pad, pen, and paper, and just start making notes all the way through. Go back, um, pick pick whatever race it is. Pick your last race and just work your way back from there. Grab your the next race and work your way back from there is there are there trends in um what you've been doing what you think's been working but when you start looking at race races and what's occurred turns out that's probably not the best options you've, you've taken and so maybe you should be doing more tempo runs off the bike maybe you should be doing more strength endurance work on the on the bike maybe you should be um doing a lot more pull paddle band in the pool um the, the answers in your training log i would almost bet six bucks on my left nut it's the answer's there you've just got to um spend invest the time in going through and finding that but i hope that helps um hope you got something from it maybe if i, I really should do um a screen video of me analyzing a session a analyzing a session analyzing a training block analyzing a, um, a race I, I, sh I should actually do something like that because that sounds pretty cool sounds fun to, from my point of view and I'm all about having fun and maybe you guys might enjoy it if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com until next episode hooray <laughs>